All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio episode, boo, I don't know, 200 and something, right, Tyler? Yep. Tyler's here, Rick's here, Liam's here filling in for Dan. we got plenty to do today, plenty to talk about. Before we get to the delicious debate, though, I want to start off by saying, if you're following and subscribed to this podcast anywhere... You may have noticed a bonus episode go out. Mm-hmm. Tyler? Yes. Working on some previews? Yep. What's the deal there? So basically to get everyone, you know, really into the hockey season here, I'm going around the Pacific Division. I'm chatting with someone from every Pacific Division market to preview their team. So part one is up now. Uh, it'll be the episode right before this one, obviously, uh, with Ken Bolke of Sinbin Vegas. And they're, they're going to be like micropods. So it's like 15 to 20 minutes of me telling you what that team that the Oilers are going up against in the Pacific did that, did in the offseason, then interviewing someone about the state of the team, and bang, that's it. So they're like super crushable. And uh, yeah, those will be going up every Tuesday and Thursday until I'm done all seven teams. So part one, Vegas out now. Part two, Anaheim coming Tuesday. Little teaser on the Vegas preview? Uh, he is not very... As someone who is a Golden Knights fan and covers the team, he is not very confident. They there you go. very good. There you go. There's your Vegas preview teaser, Liam. Mm, I feel teased. Tyler's going to have... have to listen. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Tyler's got to have those Tuesday and Thursday until he has done the Pacific. Next one up on Tuesday. So if you're following and you're like, what is this podcast about? That's Tyler doing some season previews on the Pacific Division teams. But as we do every week, we're going to start off this podcast with our delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. New location coming in Calgary. We're invading. We're taking on the enemy lines. 
we're weaseling our way back. That's that. That'll be location 18, Liam. Of course, you can order Oodle Noodle through DoorDash if you're feeling lazy this afternoon. I know I am. Oodle Noodle will be coming my way. Ding dong, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. Tyler, the delicious debate, mm. if you please. Or do you want to do reviews first? Let's do reviews first because we are giving away some Moodle Noodle. Yeah, we're right giving away some Moodle Noodle. Okay, there we go. got a few reviews from the last week. If you leave them on Apple Podcasts, you have a chance to win an Oodle Noodle GC. This one came in from A. Hebes, 11 out of 10. He gave us five stars, said, love this hockey podcast. It's the only one I will listen to. Captivating cast and a perfect length. Anything past that hour and a bit, I can't keep listening. Interesting. I feel that's feedback. exactly he the says same every... Tyler goes to, though. As soon as we get past yep. that, he's kind of like, yeah, yeah. microphone comes down. He's already going to his car. There's uh, those times where we just, we're rolling, you know, and just, I don't want to stop talking about stuff. And then Tyler, he mm-hmm. quickly wants to wrap it up. And it's for this guy, because he says every Saturday when he mows his lawn, he turns on these, he turns these gems on and enjoys himself immensely. Move over, spitting chiclets. Damn right. He mows his lawn every Saturday? Don't you? I, I don't have a lawn. Ah. I don't kind of afford one. Uh, the uh, townhouse <laughs> complex where I live, they mow it every Thursday, I believe. Mm, that's a good point. Maybe people do mow the lawn every week. Depends on like it's in August, you don't because it doesn't grow very fast because it's too damn hot. And there's no yeah. water behind mm-hmm. it. But when it's going, yeah, why not? Interesting. Uh, this next one, five stars. Superb show. Excellent hockey commentary. I am a loyal subject of Lord Bag Milk and fond of Jester Taylor Hamchuck. Never change, boys. <laughs> Never change. I, I I'm Liam, do you feel like as our resident expert on England. Yes. I have been declared a lord. I feel like I should have some kind of land entitlement now. Oh, and maybe a big robe. Yeah. Or a hat. Something to Some consider. kind of cap to, you know, yeah. mark the occasion. I don't mm-hmm. know how it works. I, well, someone's got to do it. Somebody's got to wear it. What else you got, Tyler? Oh, doctor, my doctor gave us a five-star review, said, love this as the ultimate procrastination tool while I'm supposed to be studying. Living in Australia, I crave Oilers talk, and no one here follows the NHL. Agree that it's the best Oilers podcast out there. Super authentic, entertaining segments. Then he adds, oh, that may be a real-life problem. I don't know. I get the two mixed up. Also, I'm intrigued by Bag Milk's hidden identity. I respect it. I mean, how is it even possible that he's able to do this and still be relevant in our look-at-me culture, which is a deeper underlying conversation to have. Uh, impressive, really. Kudos. Bottom line, nice work. Yeah, I've got a whole lot of underlying mm-hmm. issues. That's what Tyler's <laughs> trying to get at there. 100%. Uh, B. Marno, B. Martino, with a simple five-star review. Love the pod. Oilers takes. Mm. <laughs> Oilers takes that's all you need right down to the point love mm-hmm. the comment um, this one is titled please don't read my nickname I can't figure out how to change it please read the nickname oh, I need to know this yeah you can't say don't read oh. the nickname Mickey loves to lick <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to change that <laughs> he gave us a five-star review, said, love the pod, guys. It's always a great way to distract me from the task at hand. Great early morning Seems gym Seems like the task listen. at hand is a fun one, though, <laughs> you know? Singular. Would love to have two a week when the season is back on. P.S. Dan is good. Rick is better. BM is the best. And when can we get Tyler off the pod? Just kidding, Tyler. <laughs> tough, tough one. Well, you know what? Now Tyler's not going to protect your identity for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Braden can give us a five-star review. Said, can't miss ONR. Thoughts a bit scattered and directionless at times. The fellows on ONR put on a great show about all things Oilers. Ever wonder what it's like to be a fly on the wall of a basement with a few guys discussing the Oilers without any actual leads or insider information? <laughs> regardless, of, <laughs> regardless of the pure speculation, the guys are often spot on with their predictions and are hilarious while doing it. A must listen to for Oilers fans, especially if you love noodles. We're on the second floor, not a basement anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're upgrades. Yeah, upgrades. Yeah. We up. 
Uh, all right, so we have that one there. Uh, we have the please don't read my nickname. <laughs> we have the simple one, which just said Oilers, Oilers takes. takes. That gets my vote. I like that one. <laughs> I think that that one just it speaks to me, and it's it's eloquent, and it's brevity, I th- I'd say. So is that who we're going to give the GC to? Well, I don't know. Who's your I kind of like the guy with the hidden name that we're going to bleep out. <laughs> that we're bleeping name, it out? Well, not only is it a passion of his, um, maybe he's just got new hobbies that he's working on these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like Mickey enjoys knitting or something now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam, who's, who's your favorite? Uh, yeah, I'll go with the weird nickname guy. All right. So, uh, Mickey loves knitting, knitting, uh, if, if, assuming you know who you are, uh, send us a DM or send me an email, Tyler at OilersNation.com and you have won yourself a noodle noodle GC. So again, email me Tyler at OilersNation.com. I love it. Uh, it's important to have yep. passions, Mickey, mm-hmm. and I respect it. And now we can get into the delicious debate. Please, sir. Brought to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle. This week's delicious debate, the Oilers announced that they're adding the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Hall of Fame. There is an inaugural class that includes the names you would expect, Gretzky, Messier, those types. But my question to you guys, and the debate is, who are the first two Oilers who should be a part of the first class? Who are you adding? Two players outside of the guys with banners, basically. Are they players or are they anybody? I think it can be anybody. I think it can be players it's, and builders and coaches. I think, yeah, but like I think it probably them. start off with. I would with imagine players. start off with players I too. And I, honest, I honestly think that they're going to have to take get out of the '80s just to like stop. Like, there's going to be a certain amount of people mm-hmm. that are just going to like lose their shit if yeah. they go to somebody in the '80s, somebody that was you know before '90 or whatever. Um, so I think just for PR sake, stay out of there. Um, but I think the 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 first two. That are like big Oilers and big Edmonton people. I guess one was technically around that time, but I would do uh, um, Ryan Smith and Kelly Blockberger. Mm. Mine, I would go Ryan Smith, Doug Waite. So I was thinking Doug Waite too, but I just don't. I think Kelly Blockberger's had more connection to the city, and that's where he got the. I think he's the, a great pick. I dude, like in terms of like, I mean, we're around the same age. We're around at that time, yep. and he's definitely one of my favorite Oilers outside of the uh, the glory years. Um, I just. I just think because of the connection to Edmonton and the order itself is, is going to be Smith and Bucky. Yeah. Bucky has more of that sort of legend status in my opinion. Um, I think Smitty's going in this first class. I think we could probably all agree on that. Yeah. 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 I would actually take it and say, I'd be stunned if he's not yeah. one of the first ones. I feel like this is made for him. Mm. To be honest, it is well because we. How many times sure, on this podcast, point. even if we talked about should Smith's number be hung up in the rafters? I know that he didn't win the Stanley Cup, but on the international stage, he's won basically everything. Yeah. yeah, beloved in this city, so I would be stunned if Smitty's not one or two in this yeah. first class. Um, for number two, though, I I think the Buckberger pick is really good. I'm Love not that one sure too. if Weight has the 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 weight to get in on this first one because I think they'll wanna I think they'll wanna be able to flex someone with a ring or something like that. So I'll go Bill Ranford. Bill Ranford's another great one. You know, he was an important piece of 100%. some important He's a massive teams. piece of that last cup. That yeah. Cup outside Gretzky. And I agree because they don't want to go all eighties and just yeah. do that. Uh I think going Ranford and Smith gives each era a nice little nod for the first class to go along with the big names from the eighties that are getting in. So I will say Orion Smith and Bill Ranford are my two picks. Liam, what do you got? What if they did like Craig McTavish? Uh, he's one? still with St. Louis, though. Maybe that give you a reason not to touch him yet. 
I mean, I do Maybe, agree that yeah. he'll be in there eventually. Um, I just yeah. don't know if you go grab a guy who's still working with the, in, the, in the league right now. I just think they'll try and do someone else from that Oilers team who isn't going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, I think they'll go from someone, like, with a modern one and then an older one is kind of the way I would imagine it goes. And he's an Oilers lifer too, right? So it kind of would make sense. That's like another guy who I feel like this is kind of made for is someone like that. He was literally selling 50-50s last season. Yeah, he was. So, <laughs> you know, that's why I kind of think someone like him – I think Smith is a lock. Yeah, he's got. So be. that's kind of what I would do. I do. Th- I think they'll just do that with the guys that are on the panel to vote for this. Like they're gonna try and get two guys that fits everybody right away. And I think next year is when the real debate really begins of who's gonna go in. If that's we're gonna fair. go back to the '80s as one of those guys, what I'm looking at who's up in the in the rafters right now. What about a Tikkanen? He was involved with all those teams. He's not up there. Yeah, I just think you're gonna yeah. you're you're gonna upset so many people out there. You're gonna be upset no matter who goes. Do you think that's a would, thousand? Though, like, yes, there's gonna be a, a. I promise you, there's gonna be a portion of Twitter that goes out there and just absolutely <laughs> takes a dump all over it, and it's all about the old boys club or red wine this or something. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna want to be outside of that, and for some reason, people don't want to associate with that anymore. I get it; they kind of like wrote it for so long, and we were the actual team wasn't having great results, so I understand where the frustration comes in. I just completely believe in that that history that that's something to be proud of another yeah. guy who needs to go in there for me i have no idea when he makes it alish hemsky yeah. he was my yeah. favorite oiler for a long time the only reason to watch this team for a long time he's got to be in there for me and it's what two a year or two three year three three, eight, three, three a, a year. year after this year it's two this year and then oh, three okay. All the okay. Years. so two like right away yeah so i wonder if the third one is going to be like a, a builder you know i wonder if I see do like two players and then a builder I don't know if you have a builder that's sitting there right now that's that the ranks yeah. about. Like yeah, I mean, Glenn Sather or something. Will, no, but Slots is already up in the right? rafters. And I think oh, he's yeah, in yes, it. Right. I think everyone who's in the rafters is in this. I think yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that's just... I that's just by default? I think yeah. that's the way they... Because it's, yeah, the hall of And which means, and for the record, I mean, I know people have mentioned it before, but I mean, that means Joe's there too, right? So, because Joe's already in the rafters. Joey Mott? Yeah. He's not in the rafters. Do they not hang a jersey for him? No, I don't think Am I making don't this think up? So. No. Oh, wow. I don't remember the jersey. He might be in that first class. You're thinking of Garth Brooks. <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> uh, I could see Joey Moss being a part of that first class, too. 100%. Or having some sort of uh, special monument in there, even if they don't like induct him into the Hall of Fame, I say, in air I think it's like a certain corridor or something like yeah. that. Has there been any space. details of like what we're going to be looking at? Like, or Is it going to be kind of like, you know... A statue of a guy's head? Is it just going to be a plaque? Is it going to be a jersey? Well, I'm hoping for some sort of combination hockey, of all of it. Hockey card type picture. The Canucks did it last year, right? Where they have like the black and white picture and then the name next to it. I so think. very Hall of Fame-ish? Yeah, kind of like that. But then you look at what the Elks do and they literally just have like the name of the player and then mm-hmm. the, when they play. So is this actually like a, like a ring inside the arena or yeah, are we just talking like the corridor and then you walk around and it's on the walls? They said it's around the rink inside. Yeah, it's around the rink Under the, the PCL logo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. I'm, yeah, you're just going to see, like, a, a number and a name, probably. Yeah. That'd be nice, though. A little extra decoration in there. Yeah, but I I, th- yeah. I do think they need they need to showcase these guys somewhere else, too, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of white spots on the walls we can utilize, no? I think so. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, d- I love th- my, the biggest part of this for me. One, some players who are not quite good enough to get in the rafters, but were big parts of this organization they'll get their due that's great mm-hmm. but also it's going to give the arena a little bit more character in my opinion yep, yep. i agree 100 percent. so this is what the canucks do oh no that went further away you know what they don't do that's when stanley cups yeah like so you, there's a picture number it's all up there in the rafters it's it's a little bit <laughs> so more than the out. showing what, like, I what is, yeah i get it <laughs> 
will <laughs> <laughs> be interesting. I think the Oilers are going to do a good job because they always do a good job of this stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. I'm curious. Like, I want to see size and stuff too because let's face it, size queen. It's going to go pretty quick, and they're going to be, yep. you know, ten years, thirty names. That's going to fill up a lot. How many rows is that? Yeah, I wouldn't be. Sur- I also wouldn't be surprised if after like five years of doing three a year, they kind of say like, hey. Going back to one or two a year. Yeah, kind of get caught Because like, yeah, you're going to get, get in some up. lean seasons there for yeah. a while. <laughs> Shelton <Yeah>. Surrey. <laughs> you're just going to get some lean times there. We What's are the thrilled area? to announce Mathieu Garon. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, that dude is killing it in shutouts. What's your uh, requirements to make this thing? Like, That's what I want so to know. So many games, like so many years. Because Grego was talking about it in his show, like people were asking about Pronga. No. I don't think Pronga should be, and he played the one season, but when he was here, he was... I asked this yesterday on Real Life. There's a guy who, you know, he was a good oiler for a long time. He was a captain of the team. Probably not the most skilled individual, but like, is there a cutoff for a guy like Sean Horkov where it's like, yeah, you meant a lot to the franchise and the team during some weird years, but you don't belong here because you weren't quite good enough? Yeah, Another captain, captain of the 2006 team. I could see those guys going in, um, like around the time when you're expecting Connor and Leon to start retiring. I think. Really? Yeah, because I think if if they're still doing two or three names at a time, um, does anybody get in like post 2005 outside of Ryan Smith, Hemsky? Does anybody get in? Like, does Hall make it? Does Everly make it? Like, who? No. How far back do you go? Then you go back to like, obviously Doug Waite was around in 06, but he wasn't for us. You got Hemsky, you got, you know, it's Smith, go back. Like you're running out of names. You're going to, before Connor and Leon and Nuge and Nurse and all these guys become eligible, you're going to be you need, you need getting to a little picky. Years, yeah. You're going to get a little picky at that That's point. why I'm saying at some point they're going to have to go down to like one induction a year. Or some years there might not be an induction. I think you're like fine to do that. You don't need to have yeah, it like the NHL Hall of Fame that. where it's like, Four per year, like yeah, you don't have to. Do you that. can take a year and be like, ah, yeah, no one's going in this year. Because then again, yeah, you're right. At you some point, you're going to be real fast. Them. Yeah. Although, and I, I don't know if putting Horkoff and Gator in would be watering it down per se from, an, well, like I mean, an like, Oiler perspective, you know. Well, that's what I mean. Like those guys were good Oilers. They were captains. They meant a lot to the team in the time they were here. But like, what's the line? Mm-hmm. You know, know, and if you find them to be underlined, they can maybe find another wall where you can just uh, show all, show off all the captains then too. The wall of honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. The honor, honorable <laughs> ring of honor. Yeah. The not I mean, quite ring of honor, but worthy of a mention wall. We'll be working our way down to like the, the parking lot downstairs underneath yeah. and you're getting guys in there like yeah, yeah, the David Maley's of the world. Mm-hmm. As you're walking down the stairs to leave, you're like, oh, Peter Nedved, but the second time. <laughs> <laughs> I just followed the Jason Smith trade tree. Gator of the number two. Go on. Yeah. Because so, he came second like, rounder from Toronto. Let's do a little quizzing here. Yeah. Because he came from Toronto, did yeah, he not? Yeah, first, second mm-hmm. round draft pick. Okay. Fourth and a second. Fourth and a second, my bad. Okay. okay. Was on the Oilers for a considerable amount drafted of time. Drafted by whomst? He was drafted Toronto. by the Devils. Oh, really? Oh, was okay. flipped to the Devils in the Doug Gil... From the Devils to Toronto in the Doug Gilmore deal, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then the Oilers picked him up, traded him for a deal that included Jeff Sanderson and Yanni Pitkinen. And a third round pick, which turned out to be nothing. Oh, I had so high hopes for Yanni Pickinen. Yeah, man. Jeff really. Sanderson retired. Mm-hmm. Yanni Pickinen did not retire. How long was he here? I don't Three remember. Two seasons, years? Maybe four. Uh, one. What? Yanni no. Pickinen played 63 games as an Oiler. Fuck, man. I knew, like, crazy, I knew it was no? bad, but, like, I remember being so excited that he was here. I'm like, this is our puck moving guy. I'm pumped on it. Yeah. One year. 
Um, so Yanni Pitkinen was then traded for Eric Cole. Oh, oh great over there, Eric Cole. Dude, put him, play him on his damn wing. Yeah, He's an offside winger. It. That's I'm what he does. He drops it. that left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Eric Cole also played one season here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric Cole was then... Did he tra- hit 20 goals? Oh, hang on. You keep going. I'm going to look at He scored 16 Cole. goals. Fuck. In 63 <laughs> games. So Go 20 goal pace. Eric Cole was then flipped along with a fifth rounder. For Patrick, wasn't he Patrick O'Sullivan? And, and a second round pick, which turned into Jesse Blacker. Patrick O'Sullivan played here for a season and a bit, scored 13 goals in 92 games. And now he's blocked the entire fan base on Twitter. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, Patrick O'Sullivan was then flipped for Jim Vandermeer. Oof. Oh, nice. Oh. And then that gave us the Everly goal. Yeah, that gave us the Everly goal because yeah. he was a primary assist on that. Yep. There you go. Uh, and then the Oilers let him walk as a free agent. But the other angle of that O'Sullivan deal was getting the pick that turned into Jesse Blacker who the Oilers then used his rights to acquire Alish Kodalik. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Who they then let walk as a free agent. So the Jason Smith trade tree ends rather depressingly with Jim (laughs) Vandermeer and Alish Kodalik. Well, we were trying to reunite the checks, you know? Yeah. We just figured if we had more checks for Hemsky that he'd finally get to where we needed him to be. They had a really strong national team at the time. We were trying to take them all. Yuri DePita was out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. How many players from the last 15 years do you think could make this Ring of Honor? Just quickly. Not including, like, the current team. So, like, so 08, 08 onwards. Yeah, just guy, guys onwards. who are no longer on the team, I suppose, because obviously there'll be guys like Nurses are making a Hall of Fame. He'll go in, like, yeah. probably Nuge. Nuge's going to be on yeah. the sure. there. there. Guys like that. Nobody. Um, yeah, I can't think of anyone. Sam Gagne. I, I, could, I could see them giving it to... Gagne? Gagne will get it. I would say Sam Gagne when he's done. Yeah. He'll nope. get the Ring of Honor for yeah. sure. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know about that one. You either. got. I think you got to draw the line at like star level players. But it's gonna. But you're gonna get to a point where it's the, like I said, and you're gonna get like slim pickings. It's gonna be Jason Smith or Sam Gagne, something like that. What about Clefbaum? No. no, just the way it ended. You know no, I mean, yeah, it's it it sucks, but yeah, he'll be yeah. in the. He'll be on the one by Peter Nedved, number two. I could see. You know what? I actually, I could see Taylor. I could see Taylor Hall getting in there one day. I, I think the bad reputation side of it is purely with the fans and the fans who just like enjoy yelling about that shit. I think they'll do it as like the he was the first first overall pick in our franchise's history and all that kind of stuff. And they'll they'll put him in. Maybe he was an all star on the team. Mm-hmm. He but was, he, I mean, he didn't win his heart till he was gone. I know, but he was still an all star on the I team. I agree. I think Eberle's more likely to make it than Hall. But that's just because, and I at first I wanted to say Eberle too, but I think that's just because I like Eberle more. I think it has nothing to do with his resume. Less controversial? But again, he was Maybe. controversial like within the fan base. I don't know if he was ever that, I don't know. I agree. Don't get me wrong. Um, what about, no, I'm not even going to say that one. Yeah, I you want to say it. it now. Yep. Yeah, let it out. I want to hear how bad let it us. is. I was going to say... <laughs> Because of the way he's impacted the community <laughs> so much, it's continued. What about Andrew Ferentz? No, no. I was going to say the exact same thing, but yeah. for George LaRock. George LaRock. Yeah, I think LaRock, LaRock would. Yeah. See, LaRock but that's a good one. The problem is for me, fandom. I, I struggle calling it then a Hall of Fame, like they are. If you're going to put guys in who are just is that, is that what they're calling is it? Is a Hall of Fame name? Is it a Ring of Honor? I think it's like yeah. No, Hall do of they even I, have? I, I actually haven't seen Ring of Honor. I'm just assuming that's what it is because where they're putting it. Oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's kind of what they're called. Oilers H O F. 
But is that like a five decades in the making? The long-awaited establishment of an Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame was proudly announced by the hockey club today. I wonder if they're going to stick. We with almost should have fame though. <laughs> Hear me out. We maybe should have started the pod with this. <laughs> <laughs> Created to honor outstanding contributions or service to the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club by past members of the organization, the Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame may include players, coaches, trainers, staff, executives, or any other person whose role or service in the organization since its founding is recognized as extraordinary. Uh, the inaugural 2022 class will include Al Hamilton, Wayne Gretzky, Yari Curry, Grant Fear, Paul Coffey, Mark Messier, Glenn Anderson, Kevin Lowe, Glenn Sather, and Rod Phillips, all of whom have been abducted or inducted. Abducted. They have not been abducted. <laughs> they have been abducted. <laughs> they are safe. Please give them back. <laughs> In addition to this year's 10 banner inductees, the 2022 class will include two inductees as voted by the Hall of Fame Selection Committee. The additional two inductees will be announced on September 20th. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that pretty good. Oh, that's, Smith, that's Smith and Buckburger. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's I'll a bun- that. bunch of other info here. So no, no. Honored members of the Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame will see their names permanently displayed on the ring above the PCL loge level at Rogers Place. The induction ceremony will take place Thursday, November 3rd, when the Oilers host the Devils. And Taylor Hall's here. No, he's not. He doesn't play for them. He plays for the Bruins. <laughs> Calls the first name up. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really say anything. It doesn't like, really say specifically that it has to be... Like, I wonder how much they're going to value community aspects. Because a guy like George was always yeah. doing stuff in the community. Former Oilers are eligible for nomination into the Edmonton Oilers Hall of Fame after they have been retired from playing for five years. Has yeah, Smith been retired for five? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 100%. Back to 2017. He, he played. Oh yeah, shit. That's right, Rexall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot how long it's been since Rexall. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, not yeah, think right. about that. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Eight years. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was sat at a sawmill watching the last game for at Rexall. Yeah. And if you guys have ever been to song, everyone been there Which for one? one of those games? Sick flex. Anyways. Park. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, I heard. Franklin, I heard it. Franklin's in. Adam? Oh, no, I'm thinking Fort Saskatchewan lost their sawmill recently. Yeah, so did a uh, b- great new place, Long Shot. <laughs> Free ads. Not the old, okay, that's the old Franklin's Inn. Inn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Park Center. Would be better if it was like Center of Park or something. Anyway. <laughs> so they had these little stands, and it was one of those things like, if this player scores, like, you'll... Get a free appetizer, and I went with my dad, and we had Anton Slepeshev. Oh, I love Slep. Never came close. Yeah. Um, so with this thing, quickly, I guess before we move on, should it like so? When they talk about the Hall of Fame in sports, they say, "Can you not include this person, but still tell a story of the sport?" Mm. So can you tell still tell a story of the Oilers with without George Larocque? You can tell a story of the Oilers with Wayne Gretzky. You could tell. Could you tell but the story of the Oilers without Taylor Hall? No, exactly. Hmm. So that's, that's an interesting. interesting so then, by that logic, at. also Neil Yakupov has to be on there. It's the biggest bust in Oilers history. <laughs> or has he got to go down by Peter Nedved on the stairs? <laughs> I think he's lower. Just yeah. <laughs> players who like we regret having a part of the organization. <laughs> just in, like they get a little thing on the stairs. He's like, in the LRT stairway. Now yeah, Yakupov. That's fair. No, well, something. To, I don't know. Something I thought about makes you think. Makes you th- really does. It really does make you think. Really does. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. Of course, they've got all the insurance products you could ever hope to have. 
auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, cornerstoneins.ca, cornerstoneins.ca. Get a quote right on the website. Submit your claim right on the website. Citizens of the Nation, click on the button that says Citizens of the Nation and get yourself a discount. Cornerstoneins.ca. I used Cornerstone to insure the nation truck. Yes, you did. Woo! Yes, you did. Shout out to Bill. Yep. Shout out to Bill. Uh, I want to talk quickly about last week. There was talk that the Oilers potentially could be interested in free agent Jake Vertanen. I don't see how it works, but okay. This week at Canucks, kind of their informal skates, Rick Dollawal posted or uh, was talking about it and it brought this back up again. So here's the quote from Rick Dollawal. All I was told is that there's a rumor about the Oilers. I do believe the Oilers are one of the teams in the mix, but I do think there's four or five teams. Jake has the size, speed, and he comes cheap. That's why there's four or five teams on him. So Tyler, I want to talk to you first. Jake Vertanen, what do you think? Right wing, they're thin on the right side. Okay, sure. Um, 6'1", 226. Okay, he's not small, I guess. Uh, 55 career goals in 317 games. So over the course of his pretty short career, he basically scores, it's a 14-goal pace over 82 games. Uh, that's all fine if you wanted to give a player like that a PTO, but I, considering the off-ice things we know about Jake Vertanen, I would steer clear. Um, this is not a player who I think you really want to bring into your organization all that quickly. Um I think there's better bets to be made right now on the free agent market. I go towards those. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he also got in shit for breaking COVID protocol when they were supposed to be in the bubble and he was like going to a bar and shit. When did he play last? Uh, Two years ago. ago. Two years ago. 2020-21. He had five goals in 38 games. That was it. Yeah. You know what? I think we're at the point right now where we need good, not cheap. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of actual NHLers out there right now who don't have contracts who I would uh, PTO first. And that's strictly from an on-ice perspective only. Yep. Um, when you add in the extra off-ice um, stuff that comes with him. The noise. Yeah. it's noise. Uh, And it's outside of just the obvious one. I've heard a lot of other stupid stuff about him. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I just at this point, I don't think you put your multi-billion dollar corporation through this um, type of news like there's no point in bringing that on why why put that on yourself for a player who might be your 13th forward on a team that will most likely only play 10 forwards i think that's a great point like why do you want the noise that comes with this like I, I just know. don't even see where he fits. Every well, single day, someone's going to get like if Connor wants to sit there and have to go through these these like, stupid questions all the time then <laughs> it just makes no sense. And i understand he went through the court process and all of that, right? But Again, I just think if you can avoid bringing in a player who has sexual assault allegations, just like avoid doing that. And look, even outside of that, I've heard about so much stupid shit that he's got himself into outside of that alone. It's he just, doesn't seem like a great guy. Yeah, and he's he seems irresponsible. Yeah, like immature. Yeah, it's just it's just not a not a swing to take. That we're not talking about Patrick Kane and and, and his issues. Or uh, sorry, Evander Kane and his issues. This is not last season. This is different. And I just I the upside on the ice is not worth the extra BS um, away from it. Here's the list of forwards I would bring in on a PTO before I brought him back. Sonny Milano, Daniel Sprong, Tyler Ennis, Tyler Mott. Alex, give me Alex Galchenyuk. I don't give a shit. He's got the same upside as Jake Furtanen. Alex Chieson. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think he can keep up in a bottom six role anymore. So I, I'd steer clear. But he might sure, actually yeah. be fine in, in a seven minutes and seven uh, minutes. Sure. In a game. He might be getting but one then, in Vancouver. I was talking to Quads about the answer the other day. Well, I mean, he's he's has anyone ever played more one year seasons than this guy? <laughs> no, like PTO into contracts. I just don't want to see him on the power play again here. Yeah, well, I think I, I'm fairly certain if he came back now, is if he ever got made the power play, we'd have like nine guys hurt. <laughs> uh, with Vatan, he just the juice isn't worth a squeeze. Yeah, I just don't see where he yeah. fits. Even and just these other guys too, like Holloway and Borgo, like even are they in the conversation? Yeah, and I honestly the the, the, like, up, the upper side of our young guys, I think is still up, is still beyond him. Anyways, yeah. I just there's no point in bringing him in. Let someone else run the risk. We ran it last season with a K in. Yes, it worked, but what if this one doesn't? And then we're trying to win a Stanley Cup here, not yeah. make people's careers better. Yeah, no, know? that's not well, that's not our goal anymore. We don't need cheap guys that can just maybe do this, that, or the other thing. We need actual players right now because we're a Stanley Cup contender. Bring in Patrick Kane. There you go, Liam. February. It's been a while since you asked. Yeah. That'll be your uh, um, Valentine's Day gift from them. <laughs> That'd be real nice. Thank two you, days, Kyle two, Davidson. Two days after <laughs> uh, Super Bowl's over. Or my uh, Lions win. Sorry. Other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, do you say the Lions? Detroit Lions. Best of luck with that. Um, I also want to talk about the Oilers opted to go no ads on the jerseys this year. They didn't do it last year. They didn't do, do ads on helmets last year when they were allowed to. What did they have on the jersey? I don't remember. Nothing. But no one had jersey ads last year. Did they not? Oh, no. It was helmet ads. Only. Helmet ads. All right. So they're back this year. I uh, saw some photos. Greg Wyshynski was posting some from the other day on his Twitter account. No ads for the Oilers on the helmet or the jersey. I just Googled. Thoughts on that? I like it. I don't care about the ads on jerseys as much as some people do. I think that we often look at an ad on a jersey anyway. It's the manufacturer's ad yeah. is right there. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. So it's Fanatics right on that jersey. And if it didn't say Fanatics, they had Adidas or Nike or exactly. Reebok yeah. or something like that. It's even the even like the the ones up on you know up in the collarbone area or whatever it's not a big deal we've seen that in the CFL for years now yeah. doesn't um, bother me at all I don't it, people that lose their mind over this it it's, makes no sense we go watch so the damn hockey game like, stop watching their clothes it's like well <laughs> basically what for some of these folks it's like you're cheering for the clothes and not the team yeah it's um, ridiculous one I don't see it on the when I'm watching on TV anyway no two it's not like they're going to Spangler Cup from no ads to Spangler yeah. Cup. You know what I mean? So it's like Liam's looking right now on our computer here in the studio. He's got the Penguins ad up uh, for Highmark. It looks like a health services something. Yeah. yeah. The other thing it's is, too, fine. people, I'm never buying another jersey ever. You're they're a not big gonna, fat liar. They're not on the jerseys you buy. Yeah. They're <laughs> on the, and then, but then you also have people who will be like, well, I want one with the ad on it because it's what the players wear. And it's like, okay, well, now what are we doing? <laughs> like, Liam, I'm sorry to put you on the spot with this question because it's probably dumb, but like in soccer culture, buying a Jersey with the ad on is not a big deal. It's just they're always, on everywhere. It's just always been there. Like it's just as you can see on the screen here. It's just like the soccer one ones the middle, gets their own logos are smaller than the yeah. big one. People actually like it sometimes because it brings a bit more like iconicness to the jersey. Like in the nineties, Fiorentina were sponsored by Seven Up, which was really cool when they had the logo, and then they were sponsored by Nintendo. So now people like them because they're like cool retro jerseys. So like, it, you know, it's just kind of a unique thing, I suppose. Like, But looking at these ones, like this one looks like it's just embroidered right into the jersey on Columbus. So you barely even notice that. that. You that don't know it at all. I would prefer it wasn't a patch. Yeah, that looks kind of like cheap. The but. one here on Washington where the Caesar Sportsbook is right in there, like... Yeah, I think that looks way better than just like sewing something on the jersey. And the only thing that bothers me about the Penguins one, I guess, is that the blue doesn't match the rest of the kit. 
But like, mm. even that is so minor. I don't care. I think this is what they had on the helmets last year. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I just don't care. Like, I don't I have care. A lot of things to worry about, like who's going to play on the fourth line for the Oilers. This year. And technically, this keeps. Oh, I know they're not very cheap right now, but does this not keep our tickets uh, slightly cheaper? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. No, but it's I, not keeping the food prices down. I'm, not, I'm also sure. not like applauding the Oilers for not selling it. Like I don't really. It doesn't matter to me. No, like, it doesn't, I even, heard register, I, it doesn't yeah. even register to me. So I think they're going to have helmet ads on their road jerseys, but Something not their like home that. jerseys or shit like that. I just I don't care about ads on jerseys at all. It just it does not change or affect my enjoyment of the game in the slightest no again they're not going spangler cup here and i literally can watch spangler cup stuff and not give two shits then either. yeah and it's I, yeah, all over the damn either. ice i don't care about that either to be honest like as long good. as it kind of like flows or something like that i really don't give a shit again when i'm watching it on tv i don't see it there anyway so whatever so jersey ads yeah sure whatever uh one thing i want to mentioned just because he was a name that had been tied to the Oilers a little bit was Aston Reese signed a PTO in Toronto today. I, I thought like he him. would have been a really nice option here. Moves well, hits a lot, energy on the fourth line. I would have liked him. Yeah. Way she goes though. But again, we're not going to get overly upset about a PTO for a four, uh, 13th forward I on am. a team that who probably won't play, who will so, probably play 10. I am because it could affect my pick for my preseason champ. Speaking of which, can we get the in. can we get our NHL futures out right away here, please? Like, yeah, I keep looking on the sites here, and I can't find like there's nothing on Cool Bet. I'd like to start getting on my uh, my futures here. If you do remember last year, they gave out some awfully juicy numbers right off the hop, and I'm sitting here on I'm sitting here waiting. Like, I need to start making some cash here. <laughs> I'm gonna guess maybe some half half season bets in, so I have some you know some Vegas money come January. Of course, of so course. our friends at Points Bet Canada do have a few up, so let me share them, please. Rocket Richard Trophy winner. Austin Matthews plus two hundred. Sure. Drysaddle six to one. McDavid seven to one. Hart Trophy winner. Connor McDavid plus two twenty five. That take is it. Take, take it. it. Take, take it. That's right now. Take it right I'm, now. Yeah. Put that in your jeans now. Yeah. He's winning the Hart Trophy next year. Yes. Uh, yeah. Norris Trophy. Uh, the first. He's Oiler. gonna win that too. <laughs> He's gonna start playing defense like Sergey Fedorov. She's like, watch, watch this. There are. Oh, there we go. Bouchard and Nurse are both 100 to 1. Uh, Kale McCarr is the odds on favorite, plus 150. Sure. Vesna Trophy winner, Igor yeah. Shesterkin, plus 250. Our new friend, Jack Campbell, 30 to 1. So uh, that's what we got for No awards. Skinner number? No Skinner. <laughs> uh, to win the Pacific Division, the Oilers are favorites at plus 200, followed Take by it. Calgary at plus 210, and Vegas at 4 to 1, LA 5 to 1. Take it. Uh, the Oilers to make the playoffs next year. You would minus, have to I'm wager my, minus two hundred, minus eight hundred. You would have okay, to wager eight hundred dollars to profit a hundred dollars off that bet. Um, and the Oilers over under for total points next season. Next season over under total points. What do you think, Bag Milk? What do we have last? What did we finish with last year? One hundred four. One hundred four. Yeah. What are you feeling? One ten. One ten. Yeah. One hundred four. One ten. The one hundred seven. What do you think the over-under is going to be, Liam? Oh, what's, what's the over-under at? I'm yeah. picking my points. to. Uh, I'm oh. going to say it's going to be 104 and a half or something like that. No, 102 and a half. I'm going to say it'll be like 108 and a half. I haven't clicked the thing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the guy's staring at the computer screen. All right, here we go. 103 and a half. Yes. That seems like an easy over at take minus 115. Over. Oh, you take, take that over all day. Forget about it. And uh, I think that's so. That's three. That's three. Right. Three bets right there. Connor easy yeah. as uh, as Hart. We had um, what were the other two? 
Oilers to win the Pacific. There was the uh, and the over and the over points. There's one here, Vegas Golden Knights to make the playoffs. No, plus 225. That's no? To not make the playoffs. Go listen to my I'm interview with Ken Bulky of Sinbin Vegas and make an educated decision. There wasn't a lot of other great ones, to be honest. Yeah. Again, that's uh, Tuesdays just, and Thursdays. Just coming I, need a, I, need a good we- I need to continue my good week of uh, NFL betting here, yeah. and we're going hard on the uh, NHL futures next week if they come what, out. What, what are the Dallas Stars to miss the playoffs next plus year? Plus 170, I think it was. To miss? Well, plus 140 to miss the playoffs. What's Boston to miss? That's what I thought, too. Maybe they were plus 170. What a negative, what a negative bet. I love it. As well. Minus 170 to miss I the playoffs. I love it. Actively cheering against the team <laughs> yep. all season. Yeah. Anaheim Ducks plus 500 to make the playoffs. Look for my preview on Tuesday <laughs> of the Anaheim Ducks. Who'd you talk to for Anaheim? Uh, I chatted with Felix Sicard. He works for the fourth period out in Anaheim. There you go. He was very insightful about the state of that team. Also, we talked about Trevor Zegras. My hot take on Trevor Zegras is that he's getting a little overrated. Yep. He's just super marketable and does yep. some really flashy shit. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, he's a superstar. Nope. He's marketed like a superstar. And that's great. Your sport needs those. But he's not like a superstar quality player. Listen, he's not a franchise no. player. I'm no. old enough to remember Rob Shrimp doing them some of them jingle jangles at the <laughs> U of A camp when he yep. was a rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, they're cool. 60. They're fun. They're 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 neat to watch, but uh, it don't make you an NHL player. Sixty-one points in seventy-five That's games legit. as a rookie is like legit. Oh, yeah. no, I'm not saying he's not legit. He's very good. He's not McDavid, Matthews, Drysdale, McKinnon in that range yet. No, he's the not even in tier he, two. The of tricks that. he can do with the puck are amazing. Yep, but. Outside of the the one behind, yeah, you know, I mean, you don't do the spinny loop de doos in a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's gonna get cleaned up one of these times. He's going to try one of those things and somebody's just going to pile him up. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, great player, though. Still great bums player. me out. He Fun. should be an oiler. Fun to watch. But yeah. that is a different story for a different day. Absolutely. Yeah. He should Broberg be an oiler. Oh, Absolutely. He should let's be give oiler. Broberg a full season. A let's, guys, let's, yeah. let's see Let's see what I'm we have in Broberg first. They, all, they always knew that he was going to be a bit of a project, a bit of a long term, but he had the uh, a really large upside. So let's see what he can do first. I'm fine with that. This is a weird draft. I remember watching thinking, why is Kirby Dock on third overall? Because technically, weren't we looking at Cole Caulfield instead of Proberg, or is that yeah. different draft? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Zegers wasn't even on the fucking radar. This was the year, what was it, 13 U.S. players were in the first round yeah. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, all from the same damn team. Yeah. Well, the US Spencer Knight, Boldy. They had to run a four in a row in that first round. They got one, two. Give me some names. I want to I know how Hughes, they're doing. Alex Turcott, mm. Zegers, right. Matthew Boldy, Spencer Knight, Cam York. Cole Caulfield, and maybe the rest one in a second. Uh, late first, first, late first John oh. Beecher. Yeah. I Hoglander, think- is that who I see? Love that name. <laughs> Raphael Lavoie, 38th overall. He's got to pick it up. That I had higher hopes for him, to be honest. And again, like it's uh, if you're outside the first round, you're looking at like a five-year project, right? That's yeah. all good. I just, like for Raphael Lavoie, I would have expected him to be more of a mainstay in Bakersfield by now. Yeah, we'll see what. And I think he, yeah. So I think he had some ups and downs in in his Baco run so far. But I think this is the year where uh, you're going to see a guy like him have his opportunity to take off. He's so inconsistent. That's his issue. He's got to find more consistency in his game. Like last season, he only scored in three games before Christmas. Yeah, because he had a really bad start, didn't oh, he? he and then horrible. he like, and then he, t- then he took off. I think oh, I got he, at least got think, back to where you kind of expect him to be. I can't remember exactly what he was. I wrote about it the other week, but he had eleven points before Christmas. And five were in one game. Yeah, he had a terrible, terrible yeah, start. So terrible start. 
Boys, it is time for Ask the Idiots. Of course, I've taken your questions from throughout the week. I got four this week. This is an open segment. You want to sponsor Ask the Idiots? I recommend that you send an email to me, bagmelkatoethersnation.com. I will direct you to the right person. Got it? Good. Excellent. Liam, you're sitting in this week, so I'm going to start with you. Who is one current NHL player you believe you could beat in a locker room cage rage? Whoa, what? Actually, we did this. Um, I don't remember. Hmm. We've talked cage rage. I don't know if we've picked on. We're uh, calling people out now. A couple of names off the list. This listener is, uh, he's saying, I beat the cage into Marshawn's face 10 out of 10 times. No, you wouldn't. I don't think so. Marshawn can Marshawn can throw. So that's, that's, That's don't just look at guys you don't like. So not Ryan Reeves. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) No, no, that would be a tough one. Not Mike Smith. Nope. Nope. Well, I'll, maybe now he's I'll all busted. I'll just go with Cole Caulfield. I got the height. I got the range. <laughs> I can just grab his face and do the work with the other one. That's why I was going to say Kaylor Yamamoto, just because like he's a small dude. He's yeah. in better shape than I am, but I've got the reach and I've got the range. I, got that motion. I feel like I can connect. All right. I'm yep, going to try it. that. I'm going to try it scientific with my answer. Oh, please. Scientific. Players who played 40 games Mm -hmm. who didn't take a lot of penalties. There's got to be someone on this list who I have at least a fighting chance against. (laughs) Um, We're talking current current players, correct? Oh, Casey Middlestat, 6'1". Damn, I thought he'd be smaller. Nah, I'm not (laughs) fighting Casey Middlestat. (laughs) Have you seen that TikTok where it's like a road rage thing? And the one guy gets out of his car and walks up to him and is like... Fuck you, you're going 100. Like, I'm, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. No, I'm not, because I'll get my ass kicked. Yeah, the old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways. I'll kick your ass. Just kick, you know, I'll probably get my ass kicked, but he's still pissed off. Yeah, um, that, I feel like that's kind of me here. I keep seeing players like, hey, maybe I could beat up Daniel Sprong. He sounds soft. No, he's six foot 195 pounds. I can't beat him up. Um, Have some faith in yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, there's really not anyone in the NHL who I'd win in a fight against. Alternate angle from me. <laughs> I'll challenge Ryan Nugent Hopkins to a cage rage because he'll think like, oh, there's no way he's going to want to punch me in the face. It's the bag milk guy. And then while he's <laughs> overly comfortable, I come running in with some kind of monkey attack. <laughs> Just screaming, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry him. as I'm punching him. Why are all looking? the guys in this league so big? <laughs> Dude, it's easy. Nathan Gerby. <laughs> Nathan Gerby, yeah. He's 5'4". Didn't he take a lot of penalties? Yeah, that's fine. There's a lot of guys too. Calls. He's just buzzing around at angles. <laughs> Caulfield might be the correct five seven, hundred and sixty pounds. Like best case scenario, you can grab him by the by the cage and just keep him fully extended. Yeah, he is not. His arms are not longer than mine. I can promise you yeah, that. Just kill the clock. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna run the clock out. <laughs> Dirty boxing, baby. Don't don't let go. So uh, a couple of different answers there, Tyler. He just doesn't think he's gonna beat up anybody. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Yeah. I say to believe in your stuff. Believe in yourself. Yeah, no kidding. This I mean, is a very important question to me, so I'm excited to ask it. Ooh. Rick, you're up. Yep. What is the ultimate gas station lunch? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So I don't know what, what, what we need for a lunch here, but if we're making a long drive and I got to stop in there, uh, I'm going for a bet. I need probably more than one beverage, but I like a nice water just because. And then outside of a water, I'm going to go with, um, I'm a big fan of the BioSteel drinks right now. Yep, those are good. So I'm going with the BioSteel and a water. Uh, I'm going to need a bag of chips just because I'm getting sweet chili heat. I'm going to grab some beef jerky. Unfortunately, I can't get the good stuff. Wilhawk there, so I'll just grab whatever's the best. Yep. And in terms of like a sandwich or something, 
I'm, I'm, I'm always like a cold cuts Italian sandwich type of guy. So that's just kind of what I'm looking for is something, something along those lines. I like so, that. You built yourself a multi-course meal there. Big lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a regular size lunch. And you know what? Just, and just, and just for you, I'll also pick up a banana. I would never have a banana from a gas station. Why? Well, then have I want to know what you're them? having for gas station lunch, Liam. So, this is... I like how you just got comfortable, too. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> really He did. leaned back in the chair, got a leg cross here, this big deep a, breath. This is a true story. So, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I was I was out on, on White Ave with my friends after the Elks game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I am peckish right now. <laughs> so, the only thing that was close was... 7-Eleven, because the pizza place was closed, weirdly. So I stopped in, and I was like, oh, I'll just grab a slice of pizza here. And then I saw these wings at 7-Eleven, fresh. Had them. Oh, nice. I went Numerous back times. three times that evening. They're good. Wings. I had 12 wings. You kept going back? I literally ate my wings, <laughs> <laughs> went back to the bar, and was like, man, those were good. And I wasn't being entertained <laughs> enough, so I just left. And I came back, and my buddies were like, where do you keep going? I was like, I keep getting these wings. They're unbelievable. <laughs> so at the end of the night, I took my roommate, Brendan, with me. I was like, we got to get these wings, and then we'll get an Uber, and we'll go home. And we grabbed the wings. He's like, you were not wrong. They were phenomenal. They're really good, man. I really scary. Good. I have no idea how they do it because I don't think they have a deep fryer in the place. No, no. Yet everything's crispy and crunchy. And bag milk, did you not buy all the chicken yes. at the 7-Eleven? Yes, I did. And then walk essentially the whole way home. Yes, I did. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. So maybe, basically maybe what I, their chicken is legit. So basically what I used to oh. love to do, although that Seven Eleven is now closed. I oh, it's gone. So I would leave the pint at whatever time that was, mm-hmm. whatever time the old brain clicked that I need to be leaving that room. <laughs> so then I would wander into that Seven Eleven, but by this time of the night, it's one, two, three in the morning. So I always barter with the people at 7-Eleven to see nice. what kind of price I can get for all of the chicken. <laughs> I've done this several times where I wake up and I look in my fridge and there's two buckets of chicken that I've purchased <laughs> the night before. That's probably good in the air fryer though, reheated. Yeah, yeah. of course. Although to be and fair, when you're walking down the, when you're trying to get out of the Uber surge pricing, you mm-hmm. got a snack on the way. To be fair, back when you did make that, that original purchase, I don't think air fryers are a thing quite yet. No, I don't think so. That's probably true. Either and way, there you 7-Eleven go. Seven Eleven chicken, better than you think. Bro, it's pretty good, man. Their, their <laughs> it's pizza's not, not their pizza's not the worst either. It's nope, not it's not, not a bad. great piece of pizza, but it's it gets the job done. It unless you're in Winnipeg. Don't yeah, no, that's terrible. We're it's, not going to talk about that. You pizza. If you need to go to the the the, the Seven Eleven <laughs> in Winnipeg, that you need to like ring the button in order to be allowed in first. <laughs> yeah, do not get the do pizza not buy there. pizza there. Uh, Tyler, put together the ultimate gas station lunch. Uh, I agree with Rick. Got to start with a good beverage. Of course. If, I, if I'm like road tripping and I, I need a solid beverage, I'm going with just a classic Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. The carbonation keeps me awake. A little, little bit, bit of sugar. caffeine, a little bit of sugar. Nice. Good to go. Uh, snack, yeah. You need a bag of chips. Uh, if they have the if they have Miss Vicky's, I'm going something Miss Vicky's. If mm-hmm. not, just Lay's Barbecue. We're good there. And then the dream is, and Circle K's I think are the ones that have these the most often, the hot dogs with the hot dog dressing area. Oh, that's so good. No, he's so good. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, so you get the hot dog, bun, all that, and then it's like, ooh, shredded cheese, little barbecue sauce, all throw there. some onion that's on nice. there, dress it up a little bit. It's kind of like you're eating at a five star restaurant. It's a great little hot Very dog buffet. Similar. Yep. And the barbecue chips, too. Mm-hmm. Do you ever put the barbecue chips on the hot dog? No, no, no. They're ooh, dessert. Something. A bag of candy, maybe. You as need well. to separate them. 
Because again, it's nice to have some with candy the pop, to munch on with the pop and the candy. I need the water just gonna like, clean the yeah. mouth out of it. Yeah, that's a good call. So, anyways, yeah, if there's a hot dog place, you see a Circle K, you pull in there, you get the hot dog stand. Ooh, I guess we have to like nom, follow nom, this nom. up on the airplane too in January, right? Like, what's kinda, we we got to make sure we're taking the stuff, or we're just kind of lying right now. There is. They do have a hot dog stand where you get your bags at the Edmonton Airport. Yeah, I think you really? probably find something yeah, in there. There's a hot dog thing there. Oh. I was always a big fan, and this goes back to when I would get hammered going to gas stations in high school, of those, like, the, I don't remember the brand name, the Viking guy, like, cheeseburgers that are in there. Oh, yeah. I used to always buy those. I like High guard. High guard. High guard. Those are the ones. So I would do, need a beverage. I need a bottle of water. There's one. And depending on how long I've got, maybe just, like, a nice pop, like a Pepsi might be nice, or maybe I'll get a, a Rockstar, like, coffee drink. That'd mm. be nice. I like a beef jerky, maybe a little bit of hickory sticks if I'm feeling fancy. Hey, there's this go-to. And then for, for the main, depending on which <laughs> gas station I'm at, I'm going to go with just like a bag of taquitos, some chicken. I'm going to do some bartering here. We're going to make a deal, me and, this, uh, me and this location. Of course. So something like that. That's what I would say. I actually recently started a cheeseburger rankings on my Twitter for the hockey rinks around Edmonton. Oh, yeah. Who, who's who's leading so far? Uh... Minor hockey, junior hockey, wherever I wherever I land. Who's in the lead so mm. far? Uh, the Grand Fear Arena. To be fair, I've been to one. That's Bruce Grove. That's Bruce Grove, isn't it? Yeah. People like that stuff because during the pandemic, year one of pandemic, I did a no-name craft dinner rankings. Ah, yes. It was fun. I liked it. The, by the uh, way. They do have great, but, but that's not. they're probably going to stay up there for a while. It's a good burger at the Grand Fear. You need to look into the chips and the gravy too, though. Like the fries and the gravy. Well, I can't venture myself up too much, you know. I really got to get the, the base ranking. No, oh, like, but the burger combo. I'm not made of money, Rick. How much more <laughs> money is it? It's like a, a ten dollar meal at the rink. I'm I'm there to work. I'm not there for business. <laughs> I am there for business. I'm not there for pleasure. Uh, can't you write this off? Do we know anybody out there listening to us right now that's like a tax guy? As a, yeah, I feel like you I think you can write this off. I yeah. probably could try. My roommate's a tax guy. I Absolutely. I feel like oh. you just need to submit that to the Crusaders. Yeah, no kidding. This should be on their bill. Something 100%. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you need Tyler, an agent? I thought we had four Ask the Idiots questions this week. Tyler sent me a whole bunch more after, so we're going to just burn through these a little bit. Rapid fire. Style. Rapid fire. Rick, I'm starting with you. Sure. What do you think the NHL could learn from the other big leagues in terms of marketing their product? Uh, you gotta learn how to market your your high end players, yep. like the Connor McDavid's of the world. Aren't they're out there enough? Tyler, better hype up your primetime games. Yeah. Do you have an example? Sunday night baseball, huge. Monday, Thursday, Sunday night football, huge. The NF or the NBA has their Christmas Day games, huge. They market the shit out of them, right? The NHL, I think, just needs to do a better job of hyping up those primetime games. And I get hockey in Canada is big in Canada, but I'm talking about like down south, like really, really hammer home the those nights TNT of the week. Game now, is right? With yeah. when Gretz is yep. out there, you yeah, need those are the ones you got to really knock push. those out of the park. Yeah, Liam, you got an idea? Yeah, I wonder if you could do like an NFL format where you have a specific. Obviously, they can't play one day of the week, but you have like Saturday is your day for sports. So you have like six games at eleven, a bunch at two, and then yeah, you have your massive prime time game at six so then you used to have like a full day of hockey but then you would also have to figure out a way to do a better streaming service like a DAZN. Ho- hockey can't do that because they got to fight the american uh yeah. nfl during sundays they and, they and they got to fight college ball on saturdays yeah. those are two battles you're not going to win you need to get out there so i think they do like a wednesday night thing for they do yeah i'm just saying monday wednesday harder. saturday something like that 
Well, I think that uh, leaning into the personalities of the players, the NHL is so bad at Which it. Which is why a guy like Trevor Zegers, I said he's becoming overrated, but like it's good that he is because people will, that's a recognizable face. I would say like here in Edmonton, Leon's the only person I really care about when he's talking. Because he's the only one that's going to say anything interesting. Yeah. But these guys have such personalities away from the cameras, too. Well, that's what I mean. Like, got to flex on that. Like, in the NFL, you see personality for days. Mm-hmm. NHL, not so much. Uh, a couple of rapid fires here. Uh, Liam, if you had to Freaky Friday body swap with someone else on the podcast, who would it be and why? You. Why? You just seem like a very intriguing man and nobody knows anything about you. Thank I would you. learn so much. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Tyler? Rick, because I'd want to work one night at the pint. <laughs> I would also uh, swap with Rick because he is in much better shape than me. I'd like to know what that's like. <laughs> Rick, bag milk spends the whole day just running very quickly, I'm just like, like lifting I'm just things, flexing yeah, on myself. There's like, yeah. no running involved. Trust me. All the glam muscles. That's what we're working on. <laughs> it's always got to look good, man. <laughs> uh, Rick, who you who you changing bodies with? I go with Tyler, man. That uh, his his work life is uh, seems kind of fun. 20, 24 years old too. Yeah, just think about like well, just think yeah. about like never being hungover <laughs> that bad. Well, I've got a yeah, no, it's doesn't really happen to me all that often. Fair but. enough. <laughs> Tyler, how many kisses will Bag Milk and Tyler share during the 2022-23 season? Oof. Guaranteed one in Vegas. Uh set the line at one and a half though. Let's see if we get that second one. Would you say that. are we including playoffs? Well, it says the season. Oh, if they win the cup, we we'd be kissing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I was doing a radio hit the other day on 1260, and someone texted in. Yep. And I was like, hey, Jameson, ask your rem truck about the kissing thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was last so, week I heard that. Yeah, so he, like, brings it up, and I'm like, I... I, I he tried... Ask- no, he was working to get you on the show, too. He's like, I asked my boy, Bag Milk. Yeah, yeah you just bring him on the show. Oh, I would absolutely tell. Change the like, subject real quick. <laughs> me and Tyler passionately kissed at a uh, Shake Shack... Smashburger. Smashburger in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> At like two in the morning. It's very romantic. That's when the best kisses come. Uh, t- uh, Liam, the kiss count is at one and a half. Over or under? Over. Rick? Wow. Oh, way over. We'd yeah. be smooching. <laughs> We're going to be over by the time we leave today. <laughs> All right. It's getting weird. <laughs> It's getting sweaty. <laughs> Yo, it's getting We're weird. almost at an hour, which right. means that one guy's yeah. about to turn it off. So come on, speed it up. All right. I like this one a lot. Uh, this one's from Riley. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL. You score the game-winning goal, whatever, to win the championship. Which sport are you playing? I think we've done this before, too. It's baseball. You get to run around the bases by yourself and then have the moment of like jumping into home plate for the walk-off. The walk-offs are legit. Uh, NBA. Imagine having like a Kawhi Leonard moment where you like hit the game winner. Watch the ball going. I yeah. I remember now that Tyler said it. I remember us talking about this a little bit. I also said NBA because the photos that come from those iconic yeah. moments are legit. Uh, so I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna be different. I'll go NFL. I think that winning like the Super Bowl and I'm the guy that did it. Fuck, that'd be dope. Yeah, I don't know how long it takes to run around the ba- uh, around the bases with like a, a walk off home run, but dude, what Patty Kane did against the Flyers! Remember when he won the cup and yeah, nobody, yeah. He just nobody did a realized hot lap. it? Yeah, hot. Oh uh, yeah, you get away from everybody, then you go backwards as you just watch your whole team come this way at you. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the one you fucking yard sale all your year. Twelve years behind us, Taylor or Tyler? Taylor. 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 There you go. Um. See if there's any other fun ones in here, real quick. 
No, we're good. Uh, so just keep sending assy idiots questions in. Mm-hmm. Tyler sent me different spots where he's asking the question now, so we'll do more of these rapid fires going yeah, into next week as I well. I like that. Um, before we get to hot and cold performers, though, we do need to step aside for a quick ad. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ask the Idiots time for our friends at Twig and Berries. Hot and cold performers time. What did I say? Ask the Idiots again. Hot cold performers for our friends at Twig and Berries. <laughs> Check them out at twigandberries.ca. Use the promo code NATION15. Get a discount on your order. Or you can make your way out to St. Albert check out their wares in person. That's where you can see that they have the nutsack groin and body hair trimmer on sale right now. Mm-hmm. Fix up, look sharp. Good? Good. As we do, we start with our veggies every week. Liam, you're sitting in. I'm going to start with you. Your Twig and Berries cold performer of the week. The weather. I've had to wear pants twice this week. <laughs> I prefer never to wear pants and only wear shorts so my legs have more freedom. So, the weather. Are you thrilled? I'm not. We really did get clapped back by St. Albert in a hurry. Or uh, St. Albert, September in a hurry. We went from 35 degrees to when I went to take my dog for a walk. It was 10 this morning. What is that? Julia, but I think she's she's jumping back up again. This is the best time for us to get 30 degree weather because it's 30, but it's not a super hot August 30. No. It's a nice, enjoyable 30. And then she dips. Then she did. And you get quick. down to that 10, 12 degrees at night. You can still sleep. Actually, use a blanket or two. That's so really actually, nice. I don't. It's a good time. Mr. Yaramchuk, your Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week. I'll go with the queen dying. <laughs> but because it means we have to get new money, apparently. Not a big no, fan. I was reading about it yesterday. Came out against that yesterday. Really? Like, I was oh, reading about yeah. it yesterday. They've got a, like, the 20s that she's on as an example. There's a long runway on those before uh, they get changed. Okay. Well, I was so, reading about so this So maybe yesterday. it's not my Cold Otherwise, we're in on the Chuck Bucks, and I'm not sure how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't have a Cold Performer this week. I pass. You're just gonna take the queen away. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not a thing. You could just okay, say so the money's the not queen. changing at all. No, all right, that's that's fine. No, that whole, okay, si- no, whole situation is fine. I'll now. still go with the queen dying because she was in charge for a long time. And that's you know seventy what five years, Liam? It's a long Seven, run. Seventy wasn't it? Seventy six or something. Yeah, well, I thought like she was nineteen fifty two to night to. Well, yes, she was fifty two. Either way, long do the time. math. I don't know what it she is. Yeah, seventy. She just said. Uh, yeah, she was nineteen fifty two. She passed away at ninety six though. Yeah, that's a really good run of. Of just yeah, being alive in I'm general. I'm telling you, so it's those four cocktails a day she had or whatever it was. I respect it. I'm she's good a, for a while. She's a lovely lady. 
right. I'm upset. <laughs> Mildly. <laughs> Rick, your Twigaberry's cold form of the week. Uh, we're taking to a different sport here, but I know there's a lot of people outraged about what happened last night, and... Uh, I had a I had a lot more a lot more hope for this person a lot more uh, I think there's a lot more potential in this person I really don't know why I don't know why we had to go about things the way they did but and I don't even know whether to blame him or to blame his coach so I'm just gonna blame everybody involved with Cam Akers getting zero fantasy <laughs> points last night zero he's supposed to be the RB one okay I understand he's got Henderson there and I know they're gonna be a two man system and I get that. But zero points? He was out there for like fucking five or six snaps. How are you doing this? What has he ever done to earn that spot? He was, he's, His name's he's cool. a high He's a high draft. He was okay last year in the playoffs when he did get a little bit of time. But Henderson hasn't done anything to lose it. But he hasn't done anything to win it either. I avoided Cam Akers in like 25. all my drafts. I had a lot of... He was my keeper a couple of times and I was like stashing him on the IR just because I didn't want to get rid of him. Man, if Etienne does this to me too, I'm going to have a rough, 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 rough Sunday. Get ready. My Twiggenberry's cold performer of the week is when I walk into the office today, and I understand it was the first Thursday of the NFL season, but I ask everybody in this office whether or not they watched the episode of Big Brother last night. Everybody said no. That's fine. And then out comes Jay roaring around the corner telling me off because I'm saying too much, even though I said absolutely nothing at all. (laughs) All of you are my cold performer of the week. Have you ever fought before? Yeah. You have? Yeah. You're probably beat up in the bus stop most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good button. That is a good button. All right. Let's end off the podcast with some bright sides. Mr. Uramchuk, your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Shout out to my Buffalo Bills for their commanding uh, first win of the season. I will uh, be there the next time they play. I'm very excited for that. But anyways, my uh, hot performer of the week. Did is your hotel shit get sorted, by the way? It's just it, my life's a mess. I'll ask you after. Um, Could have been this cold performer. My, it did not work. Is what it sounds like. My hot performer of the week though is going to the <laughs> major leagues of baseball, where they announced some rule changes: pitch clock, banning the shift, all that. You know, I'm not sure how I feel about the shift one, but I love the pitch clock one. So I'm just sitting here saying, hey, shout out to baseball for modernizing and trying to appeal themselves to a younger fan base by making the game quicker and higher scoring. So shout out Major League Baseball, I guess. The big guy is smoking hot. Sure. Rick, your Twig and Berries hot form of the week. Well, this is a little a little selfish, but I always like to get off in a winning way, so I'm going to give it to myself and my gambling <laughs> ways last night. I uh, I had three bets out there for four units. I walked away with two wins and up three units. It's a good start to the NFL season. I plan on taking this into Sunday and all through all the next 18 Sundays and playoffs. It's getting hot. Mr. Liam, your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Hmm. I'll just say the Oilers finally doing the Ring of Honor. I yeah, think a long a time going. It's it's very necessary. So I'm just trying to figure out here. I always forget which ones are the good ones. It's I just said we start pushing some. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you I put some of those cool DJ Khaled ones in there last week. Yeah. He's got to vamp a little bit. Liam's flipping through the buttons on the roadcasters looking for them. But it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Welcome. <laughs> I love like that one. I love that one. Uh, to wrap it up, my Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I've got two, actually. One, have you guys seen the picture of Dylan Holloway looking sharp in those blue and orange jerseys? When he's got that stick bent in half? I haven't seen it. It's his rookie card for Upper Deck. 
It is. Buddy, he turns a stick into a banana. Legit. And I'm so pumped that we're back to this uniform color scheme. I'm so excited to see them back on the ice in this. I wasn't a big fan of the oranges. Uh, I didn't mind them. I wasn't really a big fan of the dark, dark blues taking over as kind of the main jerseys down the stretch. I'm so excited to have these back. So there's number one. Number two, hot performer of the week is everybody that has already signed up to come with us to Las Vegas in January. We launched this trip a couple of days ago and we are already over 10% sold. So if you want to come on this vacation to Vegas, this is the third round. I highly recommend it. January 12th to the 15th, nationgear.ca is where all the details are. This thing is going to sell out. I promise you that. So if you're procrastinating, you're like, I don't know if I want to come on the nation vacation to Vegas. I don't really enjoy fun. Well. That person should not come. Don't come. Because where it's going to be fun, there's fun to be had. But if you like to have fun. There's tacos to be eaten. There's a lot of tacos to be eaten. Potentially bulls to be ridden. Probably. Mm. Potentially dance moves in the street to be had. (laughs) Potentially. Also, just for your own benefit, maybe take five ten minutes. That's all we did. Uh-huh. Use your uh, use your use your iPod and uh, iPad, sorry, and uh, play a little craps. Become familiar with the game of craps. Or iPod, if you still have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you got an iPod, touch, you pull too. that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or a phone. I'll be there. Liam will be there. My first nation vacation ever. Ever. Now that I own a passport again. Good for you. I'm Good in. for you on getting that passport thing for yeah. you. You are going. You're yep. going to be in for an adventure. Yep. You were going to see sides of your coworkers that you may not have seen before, yep. including Maybe. some of the worst dance moves you'll ever see in your life. Well, you've never seen me dancing. Well, dude, like I, I, I can almost promise you, if we get down to um, Fremont, Fremont again, and we find uh, what's Crush. the band? <laughs> it's like he knows exactly. You'll find, <laughs> dude. You'll get the best dance moves out of Jay. Out of Trip Jay is a different person. Yeah, yeah. Completely different person. So there you go. A hot performer of the week to the nation vacation. It is up. It's live. It's at nationgear.ca. But I beg you, do not wait. If you want to join us, it will sell out. Yep. And thank you to everybody who signed up already. Do you want yellow, red, or orange? Yellow. We the best. Hell yeah, DJ Khaled. We the best. Uh, And another one. We the best. There you go. <laughs> For our friends at DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, and Twig and Berries, this is Oilers Nation Radio episode. Have a great weekend. Tyler will have his next preview out on Tuesday. That is Anaheim. Check and those out. Calgary or San Jose Thursday. There you go. So we're going to have terrible. those preview episodes of Oilers Nation Radio coming up for the next couple of weeks as well. Other than that, download, subscribe, tell your friends, and enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.